Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 20th of October 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. This past week, the famed Iguazu Falls did not only receive an influx of tourists, but a massive volume of rains as well. With 10 times their usual water volume, authorities had to close one of the main walkways for safety reasons, as it was partially submerged. Unfortunately, a 60-year-old Canadian tourist fell and drowned on Monday the 17th. The body was found the following Wednesday on the Brazilian side of the border in Foz de Iguaçu. It's still unclear whether it was an accident or he committed suicide. The spokesman for Iguaçu National Park said they were investigating the case. He also referred to the heavy rains and said it was an atypical rush of water for this time of year. What's more, the falls were swollen by heavy rain in Brazil, where harvests have been ruined by the downpour. In stark contrast, Argentine wheat crops, which are not in the Iwasu area, are suffering a relentless drought that is drastically cutting production volumes. Domestic millers are worried about the numbers and exporters fear that the government may decide to give priority to the local market. In other environmental news, an American billionaire purchased some land in the province of Entre Rios, which he intends to donate to the local government for ecotourism purposes. This is not the first time he has bought territory near the Uruguay River. He already owns six islands on both Argentina's and Uruguay's sides of the rivers that will be turned into the first binational conservation park. While buying land may be out of reach for most, a survey published by the newspaper Ambito recorded a drop in real estate prices in Buenos Aires City. Between 2019 and 2021, the total drop amounted to about 20% and another 5% so far in 2022. The average of a square meter in the city stands at about 2200 US dollars, although it varies significantly across neighborhoods. The research also showed that 55% of property is for rental. As opposed to sales, these are up even above inflation levels due to the difficulties in accessing home ownership. Also on the topic of the economy, Minister Sergio Massa was in Washington, D.C., attending the Spring Assembly of the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. The separate, rather than joint, possession board of directors agreed to a $700 million loan to increase the central bank's reserves as part of a special development financing package. Argentina is also close to reaching an agreement with the Paris Club for the repayment of its $2.4 billion debt, which was originally due in 2020. The country made the last two payments last year. One amounted to $190 million and the other $226 million. While these meetings were taking place, President Fernandez headed south to meet up with representatives of the Mapuche communities. He was also met by demonstrators demanding the release of the women arrested earlier this month. On Friday the 14th, the South Korean Prime Minister was welcomed at Casa Rosada by the President and attended a series of ceremonies marking the 60th anniversary of the establishment of bilateral diplomatic relations. 
According to the newspaper Ambito, bilateral trade has grown exponentially in the last two decades, from $400 million in 2002 to almost $2,370 million in 2021. Also on the topic of international relations, Argentina's foreign ministry asked the Qatari government to arrest the Iranian vice president, Mohsen Rezai, during his visit to the FIFA World Cup host country. According to allegations, he is accused of being the mastermind behind the 1994 bombing of the Amiad Jewish Community Center in Buenos Aires City. He had an Interpol red alert notice out on his name, and the head of the Amiad Prosecution Unit requested that the appropriate diplomatic and foreign policy mechanisms be activated to comply with the court order for his arrest. On that note, criminal charges were filed against Argentina's health minister, Carla Visotti, for promoting sterilization among teenagers. Earlier this month, the ministry had launched a campaign aimed at enabling teenagers from the age of 16 to have access to procedures like vasectomies and tubal ligations. The campaign also invited teens to get information about contraceptive methods, stressing that they can do so unaccompanied by adults. The people who want her prosecuted are members of the American Women's Association who were backed by the Catholic Church and evangelical organizations. Speaking of taking people to court, there's been a groundbreaking case of joint custody of two dogs whose owners got divorced. In what was the first case of its kind in Argentina, a family court in the San Isidro neighborhood of Buenos Aires province determined visitation rights and custody for the dogs of Amorino Abascoy and her ex-husband, Emmanuel Medina, who were married for 15 years and had no children. The details of the ruling even included how to deal with disagreements over the feeding regime. Moving on, the Argentine unicorn, Globant, will be partnering with FIFA to develop its new streaming platform. The global football governing body is looking to create new features and experiences on FIFA Plus, whose first version launched in April. For Globant, Sports and entertainment make up their second largest revenue category. A few weeks ago, they reached a deal with Spain's first division football league, La Liga, on creating a tech-based joint venture. On a related note, the football superstar Lionel Messi is creating a holding company to invest in sports, media, and technology globally, called Playtime Sports Tech. The company will explore opportunities like helping startup founders build football tech companies or investing in teams. Together with his investors, they plan on launching before the 2022 FIFA World Cup begins in November. Meanwhile, Petrobras announced its intention to leave Argentina. The Brazilian oil company put its stake in Posa on sale one of the largest unconventional gas reserves in Latin America, where output is based on massive hydraulic fracturing known as tight gas and is operated by Argentina's state-owned IPFE. The sale is part of the company's plan to reduce debt, improve its financial profile, and focus on more profitable assets.
Speaking of profit, the London-based Graham Budd Auctions will put Maradona's Hand of God ball under the hammer in November, only six months after the record-setting auction of the shirt that the late football superstar wore in the quarterfinal, the ball that he used to score the infamous World Cup goal for Argentina against England in 1986 will also be sold to the highest bidder. Specialists anticipate it will sell for around $3.4 million. What also sold at quite a respectable price are Charlie Garcia's paintings. While famous for being one of the country's main musicians and record producers, the songwriter presented his paintings for the first time during the Arteba Art Fair last weekend. The works sold immediately, starting at $600. Similarly, the ex-president, Mauricio Macri, presented his second book called Para Que, or Whatever For, released on Tuesday the 18th, the publication initially seemed like the start of a presidential campaign, as often happens with politicians. However, he said during a radio interview that he will not be a candidate in the 2023 elections. Instead, he will leave that to other members of his party, Together for Change, or Juntos por Cambio. The former vice presidential candidate, Miguel Angel Pichetto, for example, has confirmed his intentions to run for office next year. Last but not least, Buenos Aires will be hosting the 40 World Mayors Summit between Wednesday the 19th and Friday the 21st of October, an event that brings together hundreds of mayors from around the world. With a special focus on climate change, representatives of the main world capitals met up to share their expertise and perspectives around three key pillars, a fair and inclusive pandemic recovery, the well-being of cities, and the urgent need for climate finance. And that's it for this week. We are thinking of having some special conversations, like interviews, but less interviewee, about Argentina with knowledgeable, interesting people. We are looking for volunteers. We will do the organizing and editing. We just need somebody to hold the conversation. Interested? Write to us at argentina at rorschach.com. Let's explore the possibilities. Nos vemos la próxima semana.